0: Welcome to Feel Fit, Have Fun. I'm your host, Pippa Peterson, and this podcast is all about how you can flourish by working on the things that make you feel your best and doing the things that bring you pure joy. My definition of fun is fully utilizing now. So let's jump straight on into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of Feel Fit, Have Fun. I'm your host, Pippa Peterson, and I finally feel like I'm getting the hang of this whole podcasting thing now that we're on to the fourth episode. And I am so full of gratitude for your continued support and appreciation for my positive potty. My friend Nicole gave me that slang. Thanks, Nicole. I love it. I'm thankful you guys liked the metaphors and acronym last week as well in the Calm Your Farm episode. I hope that your farms, aka your lives, are calm and flourishing after taking a step back to look at what you can and can't control and implementing things like more time outside, better breathing, and meditation into your everyday. As best you can, feeling fit and having fun is and always will be about doing your best. I think the universe listened to uh, last week's episode because <laughs> I found myself behind some extremely slow drivers on the road this week. And uh, just yesterday on Saturday, I was confronted with some full car parks uh, at South Bank, which left me only minutes to get to a show on Saturday. And I also got some standstill traffic on the way home as well. So I feel like I was given lots of opportunities to practice what I've been preaching. I found that gratitude and deep breathing are definitely my go-tos in the car at least um, to help me feel calm. I've thought a lot about this episode and which topic to roll with. I have a big list of topics and I can't wait to explore all of them. Being a beginner was an obvious choice to start with and happiness and calm were things that had been on my mind and I really wanted to share with you um in the beginning or in the early stages of this podcast. Uh, before this episode, my goal is to speak life over you and encourage you to know, like and trust yourself. Do you know, like and trust yourself or not? Maybe you know yourself, but you don't like yourself. <laughs> or maybe you like yourself, but you don't trust yourself and you're always looking to others for advice. I was thinking about my previous topics and how it would be hard to be a beginner if you didn't know yourself and what you liked and what you wanted to achieve. And it would be hard to work on your happiness if you didn't like yourself and it would be challenging to feel calm if you didn't trust yourself. I hope that if you're a returning listener, that you get something out of today's episode that helps you build on what you're already working on from those previous episodes. And if you're a new listener, welcome. I am so stoked to have you here and I hope that you thoroughly enjoy this episode as your very first. I hope this episode feels more like a pep talk or a pip talk after listening and you walk away just feeling a little taller and go about your day and your life with more confidence because you get a big fat reminder of how awesome you are and you don't forget it. We can spend a lot of our time worrying about our relationships with others but neglect one of the most important relationships we'll ever have in our lifetime. The relationship we have with ourselves. If you know yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you can love and accept who you are, know what areas you truly want to work on to improve yourself, and do that so that you can flourish, which I'm all about. So, knowing yourself makes you independent of the opinions of others, which is super liberating. When you are the expert of your own existence, you are in charge of your life. And we talked a little bit about that last week with the uh, inner. Strong internal locus of control. Um, So when you're feeling in charge of your life, when you've got a strong inner locus of control, this leads to self-confidence and clearer decision-making too i love tattoos uh if you've seen pictures of me or you know me you will understand that i've always loved tattoos and before i got my first one like this tiny little one on my wrist i had so many people try to talk me or should i say scare me out of it but because i knew that i loved tattoos and i wanted a tattoo it was a no-brainer decision for me i get so much joy out of my tattoos and i can't wait to get more So can you think of a time in the past or right now where decision making as a process has been so clear because you know yourself and exactly what you want and no one's opinion is going to stop you? It could be from simple decisions like your favorite colored car. Like, have you ever gone to buy a car and like deciding on the color? (laughs) It can be a really simple or quite a lengthy process. Um, Or, you know, you might really, truly know your coffee order. So that's a simple decision. Um, But then you might have bigger decisions like marrying someone or moving cities. The point is, isn't it refreshing when your head and your heart aligns and you know exactly what you want and then you go after it? Sometimes going on a self-knowledge journey is daunting. Do you have a friend or family member who you would say knows you better than yourself? And what would you do without them if they hadn't talked you into or out of an important decision? We love these people, but I wonder if we utilize them more than necessary because self-discovery means coming face to face with your deepest fears, doubts, vulnerabilities and insecurities. Knowing yourself is about being aware of your core values, priorities and dreams Because you're human, listening to your deeper calling and wisdom within can be challenging. So I suggest taking a moment to imagine you're not human and instead imagine you're an alien. I love this. Imagine you're an alien activity. I got it from Jen Sincero. She's the author of the book, You Are a Badass. Basically, you imagine you're an alien floating down to Earth from out of space and stepping into your own body. As this alien, you see yourself and your life for the first time ever. What would you do and how would you feel? This alien only knows the now, it doesn't know your past, your regrets, your worries. It thinks your tattoos are really cool. <laughs> That's my alien. And this alien can be really observant to what you have. So your talents, the way you look, your choices and your thoughts. I think the alien would be just like really excited and joyful and carefree. Like, oh, wow, look at this. Oh, and look at this. And it would just be fascinated by your life and everything in it. Like, wow, this is where I live. And and like, this is my partner. And th- these are my dogs. Like... My alien would definitely love my dogs, Harvey and Zen. (laughs) Um, They'd probably speak the same language. (laughs) And the alien would be attentive to what you truly love about yourself in your life, what you enjoy doing the most and who you enjoy spending time with. If you want to get the most out of this activity, maybe write a journal entry as the alien. I wonder what you would come up with. So I'm hoping you've imagined you're an alien Absolutely loved it and feel like you are now embarking on an incredible self-discovery journey, getting to know yourself on a whole other level. Cool, but do you like yourself? In a school setting, research seems to suggest that it is important for students to like their teachers. Like think back to a teacher from your past or present or a parent, leader, mentor, or even boss that you've really liked even loved as a person. I bet when this person has said jump, you are just like, okay, how high? Because you like them and you're excited for what they have to offer and you'll typically go above and beyond for them. So if you don't like yourself, why would you go above and beyond for you and your life? My mission is to help others feel fit and have fun so that they can enjoy life. And a big part of that is liking yourself. I chose to focus on the word like because a lot of us are encouraged to love ourselves. And deep down, I believe most of us hold some unconditional love for ourselves and our bodies and what they've done for us. And we love our minds and what they help us achieve. And you've most likely spent some time looking in the mirror and just learning to love the best parts of yourself and even your flaws. You might have a relationship with someone or something in your life and find yourself saying, I love you, but I don't like you right now. <laughs> maybe that's the relationship you have with yourself. And that's why I wanted to use the word like. Maybe you're a little mad at yourself right now for sleeping in this morning and missing your workout. Or maybe you've done what I do all the time and you've left it till the last minute to put petrol in your car. Or maybe you've said something you regret or something stupid, like someone says hi and you respond with good, thanks. <laughs> Like, that's so shameful when that happens. But at the end of the day, you still love yourself. But maybe in that moment, and you carry this with you for quite some time, you don't like yourself. And these are light examples that I've just given. Sometimes the dislike for ourselves, it can run quite deep. It's just so easy to be negative. So I'm sure you can quickly come up with a bunch of reasons of why you don't know, like and trust yourself. And attach that list to several different circumstances. So how can we like ourselves more? Firstly, I believe that you need to know what a big deal you are. I want you to know that you are a freaking miracle. Rita Davenport is the author of a great book called Funny Side Up. She is the former president of the social marketing company I'm affiliated with and is like BFFs with Dolly Parton. So that's that's all you need to know. (laughs) She puts a lot of importance on humor and the importance of laughter. She believes that humor and laughter help us keep things in perspective. And I agree, like imagining that you're an alien, (laughs) like, you know, and that time you said good thanks instead of hi. It's just better to laugh at yourself than cry, right? Anyway, a few years ago, I had the pleasure of seeing Rita Davenport speak at a conference in Vegas. She had me in stitches and tears. She was amazing. And I love one of the stories she shared. And I'm going to read it to you now. Um, She says, do you consider yourself athletic? How would you rate yourself, say, as a swimmer? Average, below average, maybe a little above average, so-so? terrible? Well, I've got news for you. Whether you know it or not, you are a world-class super Olympic gold medal swimmer. I'm not kidding. You know how I know that? Because I took anatomy, physiology, bacteriology, <laughs> I don't even know if I said that right, and chemistry in college as part of my science minor. And here's what I learned. We all start out the same way as tiny sperm cells. In order for you to be born, assuming your daddy had an average sperm count, you had to have outswum some 200,000 other sperm. And it was uphill all the way. Now, I do not know what motivated you, but that little tail was wiggling like mad and you were screaming, out of my way, out of my way. I wanna teach school. I want to dance. I want to be in real estate. I want to be a journalist or whatever it was you were screaming at the top of your little sperm voice. So I love that expert from excerpt from um, Rita Davenport. And the point is you are a miracle. The fact that you are alive is so incredible. Take away all of the distractions of life and look at yourself from that perspective A sperm and an egg and then a fetus and then a baby and then a toddler, a child, a a teenager, a young adult to now. Look how much you've grown, how much you've learned, how much you've achieved. Aren't you amazing? There is so much to like when you get out of your head and see yourself for who you truly are. You support athletes and singers and celebrities like a fan. Become one of your own biggest fans. Cheer for yourself daily. Uh, I just I just love that story. So <laughs> I hope that you get something out of it and you're not just like, oh, my gosh, Pip just like made, made us imagine ourselves as sperm. But like, it's not even imaginary. It's real. This is unlike the aliens. So take that on board and take that um, advice with you. You are a miracle. As I was planning this episode, a friend sent me a reel on Insta that has a man talking about getting emotionally healthy and how he thought it used to be all about vanquishing your inner demon and like having huge success. But in reality, it's like giving broken pieces of yourself, little hugs and being gentle with yourself. I thought this was a perfect concept when it comes to liking yourself Be gentle with yourself like you would be with a friend or loved one. On the topic of Instagram reels, I also love that one that says, well, I woke up today and I liked myself, so your like is extra. I think that makes a good kind of affirmation as you go into your day. If you feel empowered, it allows you to give more to yourself and the world. So I love that. I hope that those just little nuggets just really help you like yourself today and beyond. And as well as liking yourself, there's no one more important to trust than yourself. Sometimes we lose trust in ourselves after we make a mistake or receive some harsh criticism. It can make you question your abilities and your decisions, been there, done that. (laughs) Building trust in yourself can help make life feel a little easier and much more enjoyable. Self-trust means consistently staying true to yourself and treating yourself with compassion rather than striving for perfection. Like you guys, you can ask all of the right questions, talk to your friends, weigh up the pros and cons and check your horospo- horoscope over and over for questions about your life. But eventually you need to muster up the confidence to rely on your decision making abilities. Trusting yourself can be scary when you're alone like there's no one to catch you if there's a trustful team bonding activity when you're alone. <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? Like an actual trustful activity? You know, it, it's we do that, right? Because there's people behind you to catch you. But when you're by yourself, it's it's a completely different thing. So to get comfortable with being alone and perhaps think about why we also look to external factors. Um, Myself and many others may look to higher sources like God or the universe to lean on when it comes to trust. You know, we're always saying trust in the universe, trust in the universe, trust in God. Like I find this helpful. But as children, we were... taught to be dependent on our parents or carers. So it's no wonder that we struggle with this self-trust and you know letting go of other people and other things and just believing in ourselves and our ability to make decisions. Uh, some things that I find helpful include avoiding people who undermine my self-trust. I'd rather have people around me who are honest and give tough love, but are also excited for my decisions. When I started this podcast, for example, it took a lot of self-trust. I had to have the confidence to back myself, but gosh, it made a difference when I told some close friends and family about it and they were like, yes, Pip, yay, do it. Uh, My friend Claire says, go big or go home. (laughs) Like those comments, they mean a lot. And imagine if I'd had people around me who were like, oh, are you sure you want to put yourself out there like that? Uh, I don't know, Pip. People who do podcasts are usually way smarter and better spoken than you. (laughs) If I thank goodness, I don't have those people in my life, because if I didn't have self-trust and people who encouraged me, this podcast could have easily just become another idea that never saw the light of day. Just another victim of self-doubt and naysayers. So it's also important to keep promises to yourself and stick to commitments. This builds self-trust. I recently did an awesome goal setting exercise that I know is going to help me this year. It was so simple yet effective. So I wanna share it with you. It's called the be, do, have model. You might've heard about it before, but I wrote this down and you can do this too. So I wrote down in 2022, I want to be, and then I wrote down what I wanted to be, do, wrote down what I wanted to do and have. And then I wrote down what I wanted to have. I love this model. I think it's a really great way to finish off this episode because at the end of the day, we can help achieve what we desire by not just asking what we need to do, but by asking who we need to be in order to get it. It might help you with being or becoming someone who knows, likes and trusts themselves. Okay, now that you've seen yourself as an alien, an Olympic gold medal swimming sperm and someone who doesn't just rely on a horoscope to help them make good decisions. It's time to wrap up episode four, know like and trust yourself. I hope that this has been a great start or reboot to your self discovery journey. And I hope that you feel more confident for listening to how awesome you are. You are a miracle and walk a little taller this week, Knowing yourself, liking yourself and trusting yourself with every step you take. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you had a great time and found a takeaway or two that you can apply to your life. You can connect with me on Instagram at Pippa Peterson, tag me in your stories. Let me know what you loved about today's episode and how you're feeling fit and having fun. I'd be very excited to hear your feedback and input on what topics you'd like to hear more of in the future. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the fun. And I'd be so grateful if you can leave me a review you and take a second to send this podcast to one person who you know would love it all right that's it from me over to you go work on the things that make you feel fit and have fun today